Hello and welcome to Send Him Off, the podcast for the beautiful game. Uh, today, I haven't used that intro for a while, actually. I was going to say, that was a bit of a throwback. I know. That was, like, that was like our tagline, but <laughs> it we've was, lost yeah. it. Now we're... Anyway, welcome to Send Him Off. Um, <laughs> we're on episode 13 now. We're a fair bit in. We've done a few, so well done if you're staying with us. And I just want to put it out there before we start, um, like we've had like a lot of engagement on the Instagram this week. A lot of people, we're still on a modest amount of followers, but a lot of people have been messaging and answering our questions, answering the quizzes and the polls and stuff. So uh, we are really grateful for that. Carry on doing it. We're uh, at Send Him Off Podcast on Instagram. If you want to come find us, drop us a message. We always answer. Um, it's not like, you know, we've got anything we love it. to do. Absolutely not. Um but uh, yeah, so we we are grateful for that this week. We've had a good laugh with it, I think. Um, I enjoy today. It. I, I enjoy uh, listening and, and reading the the views. Oh, by the way, I'm here as well. In case you guys forgot, it is uh, Alex. I'm here. But uh... yeah, I, I didn't introduce. <laughs> oh, did you? Oh, I forgot. So I didn't. I didn't realize. I, uh... No, I didn't. We're getting laughed. We're oh. getting anyway. Alex is here. <laughs> I, I'm yeah. I'm still yeah. I haven't been uh, kicked out just yet. But uh, no, I've been enjoying the you know seeing what you guys think and your opinions and, and whatnot. So yeah, keep them coming in because we're enjoying it. We were getting so good at the intros, weren't we? And it, we've it got to a point, and then this week we sort of it's all gone balls up. Really. Yeah, just, just thought you know, yeah, it happened. Anyway, <laughs> today, without further ado. We are, um, it's quite a contentious topic today. I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to it. I think it could cause some arguments between us. I think so too. Like, I feel like we might have some disagreements here. Um, and definitely, we, I think we, we might have some messages after this one, uh, depending on who we might pick in this team. It's another squad builder. We, you know, we love we a love squad, a squad builder, builder here. Um, today, we are naming our most overrated. Eleven. I find now, this. To... I find it really difficult to do. I'm not just just to check yeah, it out too. there before we get into yeah. it. I found it quite difficult to pick. But you you carry on what you were saying. So, this is the hardest one. I just want to put out that some of my players in here. It doesn't necessarily mean they're bad. I it doesn't think it, it doesn't mean I think they're a bad player. Uh, I just think for me personally, I don't understand the hype. No, I, and I, that's why they're in my team. I was, quite a favour of them. Exactly the same. It's not. I'm not saying that I think these players are no good or they they shouldn't have been with it. Well, in some cases maybe, but I I just think that maybe there was a bit too much said about them. Um, maybe because of circumstance and maybe because of lack of option. I don't really know, but I've gone with my team. I've gone actually. If we're just going to introduce the team, I've gone with a four-two-three-one formation. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. I've gone... Right, what have I gone? I've gone sort of 4-2-1-3. So I've got two wingers, a centre-attacking midfielder, and two sort of... They're not holding midfielders because both of these midfielders could play attacking midfield. But so, so, so essentially, I've gone for 4-3-3. But I'm just trying to make it sound fancy. 4-2-3-1. What did you call it? A four, two, was it... A... Oh no! Wait, no. I'm. I was four two three. Four two. Four two one three. Four, two one three. Well, well. I haven't. I haven't come across. Rather that. than. No, I know. Revolutionary. Yeah. Pepu. Pepu. I know. Yes. Should we get into it? Shall we? Shall we? So we'll start off between the sticks, as always. Um. You go first because okay. mine is a slight cop out in this one. I I think I think to be honest, mine is to a degree as well. I did. Here's the thing for the defenders and the goalkeeper. I was kind of stuck for ideas because it's very rare that you will see a defender or a goalkeeper who will stay at the top level for so long despite being considered underrated because they always get that, sussed out. I away. I completely agree. I completely agree. It's if you're an attack. Like you can be a rubbish footballer, quality-wise, but banging tap-ins every week, yeah, and exactly. you get played, and people will talk about your goals record. But if you're a goalkeeper or a defender and you're crap, then you're there's, you're not going to last very long. No like people will people will suss you out. Yeah. yeah. So I I found it difficult as well. I've sort of gone at the back for particularly defence. I've gone for players who aren't necessarily bad. It's just. They seem to be some of them anyway. One in particular I'm looking at now is always talked about and is in a fantastic team and has been for years. But for me, I just don't understand. Like I just don't think he's world class. 
But anyway, goalkeeper. goalkeeper. Without further ado. Goalkeeper, I've gone for Jordan Pickford, England's number one. And uh, it's, it's just the fact that I'm... Like, right now, we're looking at English goalkeepers. You've got the likes of Nick Pope. You've got Dean Anderson. Um... That, you know, whoever, whoever you want to pick, but somehow he still keeps getting even, even to an extent. Sam Johnston, West exactly, Brom, exactly. Yeah, he's had a good season so far. I mean, he's had a really good season so far. But I just, I can't fathom how Jordan Pickford has managed to stay as England number. I know it's important to keep your your, your goalkeeper constant, but I just don't think he's good enough to be England number one. Not, not I just, necessarily good enough, but not even that. Not even that. The thing that irks me, and this is as a Welsh football fan, so God knows what the English must feel like. But um, like Nick Pope is just so much better. He is. He really is. Like it's not even. It's not even like Pickford is bad, good, and uh, yeah, but it's not. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's not even as if he's not of a good quality. It's like it. Pope is just for me. Nick Pope is probably third or fourth best in the Premier League. And that's, at the moment, that's anyway. Behind goalkeepers like Allison, like Anderson. Yeah, um, Ed, Edison, Edison probably. Edison. But um, they're probably the only two I'd put above him yeah. right now. Because I, I think I, I honestly think if Nick Pope doesn't go to the Euros in the summer, if if he does go and he's on the bench, I still think that's a crime. But I've gone for I, I, I completely agree with Jordan you. Pickford. I've gone sort of along the same lines, but I've copped out a little bit. I have gone with all of England's goalkeepers between 2005 <laughs> and 2012 ish. Yeah, because you look at that, you look at that list of goalkeepers, and off this was off the top of my head, right? This, I just I could name four off the top of my head. You got Scott Carson, Paul Robinson, Rob Green, and David James. And I struggled to see how any of those four would have got into any other top international side, even any top Premier League yeah. side of the time. Agreed. Like. I uh, and yet they consistently consistently play for the country. I don't know if it was a case of there is nobody better, or whether like or whether it was a Pickford situation. I I I don't know, but for me, I just think I don't know. I don't. Know. No, I agree with you. It's, it's funny you've said all the English goalkeepers because I think that's that's kind might be a theme to be honest with you as we make until Joe Hart came yeah, along. I was going to say until Joe Hart came along because. People slate him now, and I know he's sort of gone down the pan a bit. He's a Spurs sitting on the bench and whatnot, but um, Pep sort of killed him off, didn't he, really? But I, it, was, it was because he couldn't use his feet. His distribution wasn't good, but I, I thought he was quality. He did a fantastic job for yeah. Man City. Yeah, and he's, he did bits for England as well over the years. I know that they didn't particularly do brilliantly in the tournaments where he was there, but I don't think it was anything to do with him. I think, yeah, I was going to say, I think that's more to do with the players on the field. Well, I, I yeah. feel rather than between the stick, but... No, Without I, a doubt. I, so I we've both gone. We've both gone English, and like you said, I think that will become a theme throughout. It is on mine. Yeah, it is on mine as well. So okay, right. Anyway, I'm not going to say no more about it because it's, it, you, we're going to. Shall we go? Shall we go full backs? So we'll start with right back. Oh dear me! Right, full backs. I really struggled. I, this is where I struggled particularly, and again, I've gone with the case of not necessarily bad. But just, I, I'm not sure how they, like, my, my thinking was, I'm not sure how any of my back four managed to play for a top level club for as long as they did. So my right back, I don't even know if he was a right back, if I'm being honest with it. I just went for full backs and defenders and I just thrown them in whatever I felt like. So I've gone for Matt. It's all right. It's, it's, I th- it could be Gail Kukou Damage. I was going to say, Gail okay. no. Um, Matthew <laughs> Flamini I've gone for. He's a midfielder, wasn't he? There we are. What does that tell you? I'm almost sure he was a defender. I'm sure he was a fullback. I thought he was a midfielder. I don't know. I'm not sure. At this point, right? I, Guys, I'm... if he was a midfielder, let me know because I've already yeah. fucked up once. Why not? You know, I'll, I'll at least do two. You make an habit of this. Yeah, Although it might be mine. It might be my cock up this time. I don't know. Uh, shall I Shall I do a quick bit of... You talk about Flamini. Go on. All right. Well, if... And I'll do some research. Right, so let's let's uh, cover the thing. So, Matthew Flamini. The, the problem I had with him... It was a bit like you'd see him and you'd think he was probably good enough to play in the FA Cup now and again, but not week in, week out for Arsenal like he was. I can't remember how many years ago now. But yeah, I, it, it staggered me really as to how he stayed in the team for so long. And that was, you know, I was in a team with Marouane Shamak, with, you know, I think Emmanuel Frimpong was even in that team at one point. But it's not to say they were all overrated because I think most of them were just poor, but Matthew Flamini, I think he got a lot of plaudits, and rather undeservedly. Gail Clichy as well, I think I could have thrown in there. 
Um, he was uh, he was not on my list, but he was a contender. Yeah. And Matthew Flamini was a midfielder. Oh, well, there we are. I'll just. Uh... That's all right. Chuck him in right back, man. Why not? It was towards the end of his career and uh, he was sort of falling back. So that's what I'll say about that. But uh, no, Matthew Flamley, Gurkley, whether they were midfielders or defenders, it really really bothered me how they stayed top level for us. Uh, Probably Gurkley was slightly better quality, but... Have you gone Clichy at left back then? No, I'll stick Flamley there just because I'm going to commit to it, to be honest. So who's your your right back? Um, Well, again, right back, I didn't didn't have any, so I've just gone for centre-half and I've gone for Pumurda Saka. Fair. God, imagine him a right back. Well, that's that's what I was saying about um, you know. Was seven seven foot four when he? He was seven foot four. He was, but he was essentially a slug. He couldn't move. Yeah, he, he was huge, move. wasn't he? But again, how did he stay? I think it was just for the aerial threat, really. Hey, so, didn't he win the World Cup as well? I don't know. If, did he play in this in the squad? Though? I think. I I don't know. I think he's probably got a medal on he? He's probably got a medal. Yeah, but I I don't know. It was again another one like there was there was far better. Defenders that Arsenal could have gone after at the time. I know he was, you know, he was a good um, sort of um, sort of personality on the dressing room, but it was just, you know, surely somebody better quality than Pumuda Saka, somebody with a bit more pace, somebody with a bit more sort of, you know, get up and go than him. Like, to be fair, considering some of Arsenal's centre back signings, I think he was well, yeah, Ballon d'Or yeah. quality. <laughs> yeah, now you mention it because they just really soft. Sebastian Squalacci. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So my right back might be a bit controversial. Um, Multiple Champions League winner. I know who you're going to say. Still plays in a fantastic team. No, no, I don't. And I'm not saying he's a bad player. He does a solid job. I just look around at other teams in sort of you know the latter stages of the Champions League. You look at Bayern. You look at even PSG to a certain extent, like not necessarily PSG is probably a bad example, but Premier League sides particularly. Yeah. And I look at this player and I do not think he'd get into most top teams. Danny Carvajal. Okay. He's just there. Yeah. He's just there. Like, I don't know what he does. I, I don't know what he does going forward. I don't know what, really what he does going back. He's just sort of another name on the team sheet. Like, I can see what you. I don't I can know. See what you mean, but to be honest, they uh, a player like Danny Carvajal sort of slipped my mind. But now you say it, I want to say Fabio Contrao as well. Yes, yes, hundred percent. Like Although that. he was sort of sussed out, he yeah, was sort he of was. sussed out of Real because he's been loaned out a lot. Whereas Carvajal has played, and you know Zidane likes him. And who am I to say he's a bad player <laughs> if Zidane plays him week in week out? You know, I'm not saying he's a bad player. I just think. I'm not sure what other really top sides in Europe he'd get into. No, no I, I don't know. Either. And that is my, that is my, like, I was clutching at straws for fullbacks. So that was my reasoning. I think, I think it's a case of his trophy cabinet deceives him. Yeah, I think you're right. I do think you're right. And similarly for my left back, that is definitely the case. His trophy cabinet 100% deceives him. Benjamin Mendy. <laughs> um, <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, he's won what, like Premier League or two? Um, World Cup, and I—I I mean, he already played yeah. last night. He played against flipping Cheltenham in the FA Cup World Cup winner playing against Cheltenham. It says a lot, doesn't it? Because I think he retired. And he say, "Oh, I won this and I won that," but it's the same sort of story with Carver Hart. Like you said about sort of he's just there on team sheet. He, he, what he does, it, it doesn't really go noticed, and it's not like he's working hard. Well, I mean, they—they they probably are. Let's be fair, but like. Oh. To be fair, though, Carvajal's gone much more of a right to say, I won this, that, and that. Yeah, no, he has, to, to be fair. Because he, he actually played, whereas Ben Mendy he was on the bench just when didn't, he... didn't play. Like, for the, he was injured for the entire Premier League season when they won and then celebrated. <laughs> and I don't think he played. I honestly don't think he made an appearance in the World I was Cup. Say, I don't remember him actually playing. Not in the sure. World Cup. I'm not sure he did. But I just think, I, I, I love the banter. I think the whole meme of him. Just, you know, the one of the group project that does no work and yeah. then claims the credit. Yeah. I just I love all that. But um, that is the only reason he's in my team. I don't doubt he's a quality player. When I've seen him, he hasn't been bad. Apart from one or two occasions, he's been average. But he's not, I wouldn't say he's a bad player. But uh, it's, yeah. yeah, I know what you're trying to say. I know what you're trying to say. But yeah, I think it's a, like, 
said earlier, the trophy cabinet is deceiving. And I think that's my only legitimate reason for putting them in my team. What about centre-halves? Um, well, I'll go straight off one on the back who is overrated. I had to put him in simply because he's the self-proclaimed best centre-back in the world. Dejan Lovren. Oh, yeah. I see. I'm forgetting I mean, these. That kind of arrogance. It needs to be <laughs> unless you back yeah. up. Yeah, and it wasn't. No, no he's he, he's got a clanger in him more than once per game. To be fair, so I more than more than often, more more often than not. Yeah, absolutely. I think I think didn't Liverpool lose like every game he played last year or something? I can't. I, I can't remember that stat, but I, 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 it would not surprise me. It would not surprise me at all. Well, they went unbeaten all season, and then he started against Watford, and they lost three <laughs> 0 he did, he did, didn't he? I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah, he did. Coincidence, believe me. Yeah. No, absolutely. Yeah, I, I agree with that one. I've gone well. I think oh, I, I'm kind of reluctant, really, about what I'm going to say, but I think it says a lot about Barcelona and Barcelona's intentions for my picks. I've gone for Matthew and Samuel Umtiti at the back for me. Oh. So I've given both of mine, but I've I've gone for the simple reason like I I don't think they're good enough, and it's it's overrated like not another World Cup winner. Yeah, exactly. But I I don't think either of them are good enough to play for a club like Barcelona. See, I think Umtiti is, but now he's not. He or rather he was. Yeah, but I feel like. The fact that they've just not played him has sent him into a. He, he needs to move. So if he went somewhere, I don't know, somewhere like Lyon or PSG, back to France maybe, or he, to be fair, even somewhere like Arsenal. I, I, I knew you were going to say Arsenal. I knew you were going to, but I could, yeah. I think they could do with a player like that. I think, you know, um, I, I think he could get at, it back on track. At the minute, from, what, from what I've seen and from what I've heard, I just don't think he's good enough to play for a club like Barcelona. And and I I couldn't tell you what on earth Matthew was doing there. I, I have no idea where that one came from. Where did they? Where did they? Where did they pick him up from? Because he's French as well, isn't he? Uh, um, Valencia. I, he's not there now, though, is he? I, I he's retired. He, I, surely. I have I honestly, I've got no idea. But he's got. As in, you're on about Jeremy, Jeremy Mathieu. Yeah, like a ginger guy. I think. He yeah, was, I think I'm sure he's retired. Oh, well, yeah, he's quite a tall bloke. Yeah. There we are. But you know, I, I might be wrong, but no. If I mean Flamin, he's a right back according to me. Gave who just a centre half. We you know we're not exactly. We should do an out of position, out of position <laughs> eleven. Yeah, but uh, you'd you'd thrive out. That's that that one was designed for me. But uh, no, that's my um, that's my defense. I think it's quite weak. I was struggling for ideas a lot of the time, but I don't think I'm unjustified in saying any of them. Probably besides Flamini, but no. You know, it is what it is. I still got one centre back. Yeah, you I do. I still got a centre back. Impress me. Now, this is one which I thought if he wasn't English, he'd never have had a hype around him. Mm-hmm. He is, I think, the epitome of Brexit football. Like he's like, if if this man was still at the top of his game, which to be fair, the top wasn't particularly high in my opinion <laughs> anyway. Um, he would be at Burnley now. Um, Ryan Shawcross. Yeah. Okay, I, I, I never got the hype. He, I, I thought he was clumsy. He was slow. He was error prone. He was just average. And I, I honestly think, right, and this sounds awful, but if he hadn't broken Aaron Ramsey's leg, he would have got a top move. He would have got a top six move. Some, not necessarily top six, but somewhere like Everton, he would have gone. And I think, I think he would have been sussed out there. I think he really would have. I think he was sussed out anyway, because I mean, he must—he can't be more than thirty-three now, thirty-four. But the thing is, he, he and, suits Stoke because, well, he suited Stoke when they were in the Premier League because Pulis, wasn't it? Exactly. Just lot, oof, just ball. Shunt the ball up there, quite aggressive, bully, sort of bully the team off the field. That's, that was his game. Not particularly very good, not particularly yeah. very attractive, but. I did think he was overrated, or people raved about him, man. And it just I, used to wind yeah, me up. I did hear people sort of not on, you know, not you know where we are. We, we Swansea fans, we didn't really particularly like him anyway. But um, you, you're on forums and you'd read on social media, Ryan Shawcross, this and that. Not very often, admittedly, but when you did, and I'd sort of think, really, him of all people. 
But there we are. People seem to like him. We did, and that's why he's in the overrated eleven. So, um, what's your midfield? What's your sort of like formation midfield wise? How you going? Well, I've got two holding and three attacking. Ooh, fair. And... Okay, so fairly similar to me in fairness because I've gone sort of two. I wouldn't say they're holding midfielders, but they're just in the middle there. And then I've gone one attack and the two wingers, so it's just, it's not too far off. Yeah, it's vaguely similar. I if we're... But for my two holding midfielders, one is obvious and one am I get absolutely slated for. Oh, I'm I I I, th- well, I know I know we discussed this a minute ago, a bit, uh, yeah. before we came on. I know I know who yours is. One of them is Paul Pogba, and I know you said you took him out, but I I took him out. He was it. He was in. I have said on this podcast previously that I think Paul Pogba w- or did think Paul Pogba was the most overrated player in the world. I still think to some extent he's got work to do to pay off the eighty million or whatever it was. I think he's got work to do to prove himself really world class. Um, but his performances over the last month or so have just been. I, I mean, I could not justify putting him in my team for that alone. I can because when he was at Juventus, right, he was quality, absolutely quality. And I don't know if that was because of how good he was, because he did make it into the team of the year whenever he was there. But when he came to England and he started playing for a big club like I did. I think he should have done more since he's been there. He sh- he should have already achieved more, won more. People should have been speaking about him a lot higher. Only now, you know, we. No, I think that's fair. Out. I complete. I I do completely agree. I just think, I mean, I probably wussed out. To be fair, you've probably just been braver than me. I just didn't <laughs> want the hate after the last month he's had. I didn't want people being like, that's "Oh, you put Pog brain." If this is his turning point now, then I'll happily take him out, and I'll I'll I'll, I'll say, you know, well, fair enough. I was wrong. And yeah, willing, willing to be proven wrong. Yeah, ha- happily, because I think that's was... how I said. I think that that was my thing when I said earlier in the year or earlier in the uh, well, not series. I don't know what what Whatever earlier doing. on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, um, I, I I did say he was the most overrated player on the planet, but I'm willing to be proven wrong, and I th- feel like he started to prove me wrong, so I'm willing to take him out. I feel like there's people I was more willing to put in this team. Who have you put instead of Pogba? Then? Um, this might be another one that's a little bit controversial because he's played in some of the top teams. He's played like you know, he's won titles and, but I cannot for the life of me understand how he's made it into the top sides. Miralem Pjanic. Okay, that's an interesting one. He never crossed I just, my mind. It's like, I just he never seems to do anything. No, I know what you mean. Like he's gone to. He's gone to Barcelona now, right? And we've all said it was a ridiculous signing. They let Arthur go, or whatever his name is. Um, Arthur, if Arthur, you're flipping, yeah. from, from, from around Yana. <laughs> um, so they, let, they let him go, and they, you know, he's what, 22? And they bring in Pjanic, who's 29-30. Doesn't make sense, but I mean, he just hasn't done anything. I think... It's, it's just... I, I With Pjanic, right, he kind no, of go- gives me the same sort of idea as Lucas Lever did. Lucas Leva for Liverpool did a lot of work that nobody really recognised and you, you wouldn't sort of see him do it but he'd sort of be moving the ball he'd be doing the dog work and I don't know whether that's the same story for Pjanic but I know he sort of he never really grabs any headlines per se No, that's and and yet he's, he's his transfer fees have been Barcelona pretty and, big yeah. yeah, and I, I'm like... I could have probably thought of at least five or ten other midfielders within that price range, but Barcelona could have signed. That would have been better. But then we probably could have said the same then for Vidal, Arturo Vidal. I know he was. Yeah, exactly the Barcelona, same. Um, I think he, he's an honor. He's an honorable mention for me. Yeah, hundred percent. As is, as is, and I'm gonna Mike Slater for this again now because he has been playing pretty well this season. But bef- up until about a week ago, two weeks ago, I didn't take him up because of any particular thing he did I took him out just because I thought of a better person to put in um, Harry Winks was on my list I just think he's okay he's not a bad player but if he wasn't English he wouldn't be near a top yeah. six side I, I said right I haven't put this this particular player in I said the same thing about Jack Wiltshire if he wasn't English without a doubt but then he was plagued with although injuries. to be fair 
I think to be fair, he fits more fairly into the one we did ages ago, yeah. which was unfulfilled potential rather than overrated. I put him in my unfulfilled potential. I thought, can I really justify putting him in overrated when I put him in unfulfilled? Yeah, because... I think he was pretty fairly rated as a youngster. I think he had the potential. He could have been something so special, but the injuries played him. So I think it's I think it's a tad unfair to put him in yeah, this. I didn't. But, I didn't, um, but I thought about it. But anyway, I went. So who's your other midfielder? Ogba, and this is the one I think I might get a fair amount of abuse for. Paul Scholes. Ooh. Oh, now. See, I love Scholes. Yeah, I know a lot of I love people do. But. I, I would. I just don't get it. I really just don't get it, I'm afraid. I, I thought he was fantastic, and. But he was fantastic in the United side. I'm not sure how brilliant he would have been in any other side. And I, if I was picking a Premier League eleven, I'd take Gerard and Lampard over him any day. That's what I'm saying. Like people, you see the thing on Twitter, right? Like for Steven Gerrard, retweet for Frank Lampard, and comment for Scholes. And every time, people will always like and retweet more than they'll comment. But somehow, he still gets mentioned as if he was this. This magician on the and all right, yeah, he was he was really good. I'm not gonna lie, but I don't, I just don't think he was as good as everybody makes him out to be. Hate me, hate me for it. Mm. I'm I'm fine with it, and I'm not saying this is. I, like, I I'm not completely I'm not completely disagreeing with you, but because I do think a lot of people look at it through rose tinted glasses a little bit, but. For me, he is one of the best the Premier League scene. Simply for, I just think he was fantastic. Just it's like it's, it's just his passing quality and everything was just. I right. mean, he's just so, put on sixpence for people all the time, and it's fair enough. I completely like. I get where you're putting him in though, because I think. I like yeah. I would take Jared and Lampard any day over thing. him, and thing. I think I think a lot. Go on. I I'm putting it from the perspective of time and the era he played in, right? And I can think of, you know, we had Frank Lampard and Steven Gerrard who played in the same country as him, who people think, you know, you think are better than him. He played at the same time as Iniesta and Xavi. And we already know what we think of them. So already we've picked out four players who are better than him. He played roughly at the same time. It's my my point is I I don't know how people can talk about him in the same kind of bracket as they can with Frank Lampard and Steven Gerrard and Xavi and Iniesta. When I personally don't think he could even touch. Well, maybe maybe Steven Gerrard and Frank Lampard he can get close to, but oh yeah, I completely agree. He's leagues below. Um... Xavi Iniesta, but I'd say I'd say Lampard and Gerrard are miles off Xavi Iniesta as well. I'd say miles off Xavi Iniesta, but they were the only two I could think of that could maybe get into that Barcelona team and still, still win them, you know, win them leagues, win them titles, score goals for them. Do I think yeah. Paul scores yeah. do it? Yes, I think he could, but not as well. That's In interesting. I, I don't really know what I'm trying to say. I'm just trying to say, I don't think Paul Scholes really cut it for me. And before I dig myself in an even deeper hole, I'm going to ask you, who is I, your other midfielder? Um, so I've sort of cheated a bit and gone, I suppose what I've done is I've gone, looking at it now, I've gone one holder midfielder and two attacking, but this guy's in my like central midfield role. Um, Deli Ali. Oh, okay, right. Well, it just so happens I put them in my sort of attacking midfield area, but I don't disagree with that whatsoever. Just he came up when um so we put the question out on Instagram and he was one of the uh one of the answers, quite a common answer. I think two people said Deli Ali. Yeah. Um we'll have a chat after about some of the stuff people said. Um but I just think it's a major attitude problem. Like a huge attitude problem. I don't know what it is with I, th- I think I don't know if he thinks he's better than what he is, or I I really don't know. I really, don't, but I, I just again, it's it's the same thing. With what I just don't get it. I just don't get it. And how he makes it into the England team as regular as he does again is beyond me. I'm afraid. I, I 
the thing I think with Deli Ali is he sort of went from nothing from like nil to hundred in a season. And it wasn't even like he was playing for a club like Burnley or Brighton and had a really good season. A bit like Jack Grealish has done for Villa, you know, last year or whatever. He was like at the top, competing for a title of that season, weren't they, or the season after, whatever. And I think he was just thrust into it, didn't know how to cope with it, and it affected him. But you mentioned Jack Grealish. I put Jack Grealish in the England team if I was Gareth Southgate over Delhi Alley any day. Grealish would be one of the first people on my team yeah. sheet. I think I'd put Harry Kane and uh, Jack Grealish, first two names on the team sheet for me. 100%. And at the moment, John Stones. Yeah, again, John Stones. But then he was another one who, who he could have ended up in this list very easily. Yeah, yeah, up until about a month ago, maybe. Yeah. But then, um, I always knew so who, who, John Stones was the way. I, I'm not going to go on too much about John Stones because we're going to go off on another tangent, but... I think we always knew he was a good player, but I just think he was treated a little bit unfairly at Barcelona, um, Manchester City. Yeah, I think so too. I just think, I think City were impatient to yeah. to sort of plug plug the defensive hole. Stones needed some time. City didn't have time. They threw more money at it, and now Stones has actually come good. Yeah, they have. And it just, and- but it just so happens they've spent a crap load on Laporte and Ruben Diaz as well. So they've got... Yeah. It's a lovely dilemma to have. Oh, yeah, but 100%. It's a very, but it's a very expensive dilemma to have in that situation. And Everton have been the benefactors of it, really, because they've been able to spend the money on whoever they yeah. need. And it's, it's, it's coming clutch for them now. But anyway, Deli Ali is going to sit in my attacking midfielder role. So I've got two midfielders left in the my, my players in behind the striker. But who have you got? Uh, so I've got one midfielder left in my attacking role. This might be another controversial one. Um, Meza Ozil. Okay, yeah. I'm not technically brilliant, fantastic player, lovely to watch. No arguments there, right? He just had a like a habit of just disappearing. Doesn't he? Just absolutely going missing. Uh, also, his fitness was never quite there for me. Never to quite. It's like his work rate wasn't really there for me. Um, I like a player who, who work work his socks off, run for you. But um, you know, I just the thing is right. The thing is with Meza Uzo, I I couldn't put him in my team because of what he did at Real Madrid for one. I thought he was really good when he was playing for Real Madrid, and second, when he was playing for Arsenal. I know he, he went missing and I know he had his attitude problem and I know this, that and the other. He had his problems. But you'd sometimes see in select games, whoever they were playing, you'd see them little flashes of brilliance, them little flashes of genius that he could come up with and just one ball, one through ball or one sort of, he, he, could, he would pass it without looking or something like that. And then you get the move going or he'd finish a move off. And that's why I couldn't put him in because I know he always added in him. See, that is the exact reason I put him in, though, because oh, you really? said the odd game. He's just inconsistent. Yeah, he was like for me. For me, he was rated at the high. The at, at I don't know the the level up. He was rated at that level, and for me, he never consistently hit that hit the level he was rated at at Arsenal, and particularly at Arsenal. Like Real Madrid's different story, but I'm sort of taking Arsenal era Meza Urza here, and. He was, he was, was fantastic, and he for did. A while, wasn't he? Yeah, and he hit the levels. He hit the levels now and again, like you said. But it's the inconsistency for me. He was good enough to be spoken of in the same breath as I don't know, to, to, off the top of my head, like just Thomas Muller. I like I rate Muller so highly, yeah. so highly. I like I I cannot speak highly enough of him, and like people, people always sort of forget him, but then. Last year when he won the Champions League, everyone was like, no, bloody hell, this guy yeah. is... Yeah, he is good. And I think in years to come, that'll... Like, when he retires and stuff, I think Thomas Muller will be one of them names that people... He's like, oh, do you remember him? In German folklore kind of thing. Yeah, and I think Ozil could, could have done exactly the same. Yep. But the inconsistency stopped it. And for that reason, he's in my team. So that's your midfield done? Yep. That is I my midfield done. Two more... One I think is kind of rogue. One I think, again, people might slate me for, but in in that case, I really don't care because the first one I've gone for is Freddie Jumberg. 
I think he was Ooh, that's good. A big call. It is. But I, I thought he was good. But do I think he was as good as everyone says? I, and also, quite. I don't think he was. I don't think he was half as good as anybody else in that team. No, that's that's what I'm. I think that team carried him a little bit to a degree. I know he scored goals, and I know he was, you know, he was quality. I'm not taking that away from him, but he was in the Invincibles team. So. That's the thing, isn't it? It's like quite a few on players on my on my team. Like even Özil, I rate Özil. I think he's a good player. Like he's unplayable on his day, but me never quite hit the level or it's just a little bit overrated. Like we're not saying these players are bad. Like no, not not by any stretch. Not by any stretch at all. But as far as Jumbo goes, I just don't I don't know. I don't think he was this this wonderful Swedish player that everyone makes him out it's, to be. I think he was very good, but uh I think they were It's just like one of those players. Time. Like we've all got them, one of them players that you just Despite what people say, you just you just don't get it. Yeah, and that's that's sort of the case really for Paul Scholes. Like, yeah, yeah. For me, that's the epitome of I don't get it, and sort of Freddie O'Brien yeah. can kind of fall into that bracket too. But yeah, that was on one side. The other side, on the right, I've gone for Mister David Beckham. Now that's a huge call. I'm sorry, but David Beckham has to be one of the most overrated footballers that's ever graced the game. And I know I'm saying, well, uh, I'm, my net, my final call is a big one too, to be honest with you. But can I make a disclaimer that the views expressed in this podcast are of Alex's <laughs> own and do not reflect the views of the podcast or Sam? <laughs> I personally, did he have a left foot at all? No. The only reason he he was, I think, the only reason he had the attention he did was because he married Victoria. If I'm being honest, I, to a certain to a certain extent, I agree with that. I it was it was sort of he's the good looking English bloke. He's you know he's married a Spice Girl. Was she a Spice Girl? She was a Spice Girl. He's married a Spice Girl. Um, you know, and then he ends up you know with all the hair and you know hairstyles, blah blah blah. Guess his big money moved to Madrid, but I just don't you know Madrid. I think Madrid only bought him for the for the image. I really don't think he was as good as people make him out to be. He was very good. Again, it's not me saying he was crap, but I just don't think he was as good as everyone makes him out to be. You know, he's still living off that halfway line goal. How many times have we seen a halfway line goal since? And that, um, and that free kick. Yeah, okay. Was it, it was against, against Greece. Greece. Yeah. Yeah. You know... I, I, <laughs> to a certain extent, to a certain extent, I, I, can, I can get on board with it. Um... All right, well, I'll, I'll put you this way then. What reason have you got for me to take him out? None, really. I'm just I'm just, just creating some friendly debate, Al. This is what <laughs> it's about. I'm just... I, I kind of... I agree with the point. If if he was Spanish, I don't think he would have if he was Spanish, been remembered. I don't think he would have... He, he might have made the subs bench. If he was German, I don't know whether he would have even had a sniff. No, I, 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 yeah, I, and I can get on board. He wouldn't be in my team, but I can get on board. I can get, yeah, I can understand, but he's not in my team. My wingers are a little bit different. Oh, go on in. We all wing. I forgot what you had. Because I've got two wing. I got two wingers, so that's essentially. I'll do them with a both our striker. So on my right wing, um, this was one of the first players I put in my team. Uh, Adama Traore. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I I've said it time and time again, and I will I will like I will back this argument to the hilt. The only people who like Adama Traore, other than Wolves fans, are bodybuilders and people who play FIFA. <laughs> See, that that's why it. I like him. I his physique is incredible, and he says you know he doesn't lift weights and all that kind of thing. But I I just admire him because of you know he's so strong on the ball and off the ball. Well, other than the times he'll sort of. Easy, I just think he's got nothing. He's got nothing other than Besides pace and strength. Pace. Yeah, yeah. I know he's he did score a good goal in the FA Cup the other day. So I got written down here because I wrote this a few weeks ago. Um, no goals or assists for like however long. He did pick but one up then in the end. He did pick one up, so he's but ruined he, it. Um, yeah, but, but one, one out of how long, you know? It's, I just think he is overrated because he's this sort of. Presence, um, 
Yeah, I just think he's a little bit. People are a bit well. Players, the opposition would be scared of him because of his size, because of how quick he is. But but technically, technically, I would not be scared of him at all. I don't think he's a real, real threat. No, I I do agree with you there. I do agree with you. Uh, My left winger. A little bit like a dammer, bit of a pace merchant, cork of a left foot. Um, never lived up to his potential, sold out for a move to China. That's a huge factor in this, the fact he sold out, never quite reached it. Oh, I know. We are, of course, say. talking about Hulk. Hulk, yeah. Hulk. That was a He was shame. unbelievable at Porto. He was. Unbelievable. Even when he went to Russia, um, he was playing quite well. Yeah, he wasn't too bad. But even that, he sold out when he went to Russia, I thought. Because what was the... I just Angie couldn't understand it. Name, was it Angie and the club he went to? It was like Angie and they, they just... No, that was... Um, no, that was... That was... Um, that was Eto. Oh, yeah. Went there. I think, uh, yeah. Hulk went to Zenit. Zenit, St. Petersburg. Of course he did. Yeah. And then he sold out for a move to China. But, like, Chelsea were interested. Like... They were really interested, Chelsea. I, I don't understand. Like There were so many top clubs around Europe that would have taken him. I think he was more concerned about the money, really, and having it sort of easier. Because, you know, you don't go to Russia for a challenge, you go to China for a challenge, do you? No. I, yeah. Um, so, I don't know. That's why he's online. Oh, is he overrated or is he unfulfilled potential? I suppose it could be a bit of both, but I was bit, clutching yeah. at straws. <laughs> Yeah, no, no, I do agree. I, th- I think because then you'd watch him for Brazil and you'd sort of have these ex- oh, Hulk is playing, Hulk is playing. But that's what I mean. Really that's that's a ma- yeah, exactly. This like there, there was such a hype around him in one of the World Cups. I can't remember. It was like all oh, sort of, you know, he's he's playing, he's playing. What was he going to do? And I honestly think I would have been of more use on the left wing for <laughs> Brazil. Like, you can't you can't be called Hulk and they're not. Doing no, anything. I know. Yeah, you mean I know. He yeah, called anyway. himself Hulk and played like called himself Hulk and played like Flubber. <laughs> What's your striker? Tell me a striker. Um. Oh, see this. I was at first reluctant because I've this is what I've got written right. It's quite poetic. Electric in Portugal, fantastic in Spain, okay in France, abysmal in England. Radamel Falcao. Yeah. Yeah, he was. England never really saved it in the day. And the fact is, he failed to cut it not once, but twice, twice. in the Premier League. Yeah. And it's I can't decide which clubs. which I can't decide which stint was more tragic. I think they were both as equal as each other, to be honest with yeah, you. Yeah, exactly. For me, no. His, his reputation is tarnished. Now, anybody who tells me Falcao was one of the best of the 2000s or 2010s, whatever, I say, no, he wasn't. If he stayed at Atletico, maybe it would have been different. I think it would have been different. But uh, no, where did you? Where did he play in France? Uh, Monaco, I believe. Oh, he did too. Yeah. The funny thing he's still there. He might be, uh, but that probably is for tax purposes, to be honest. <laughs> but um, allegedly, allegedly, <laughs> allegedly, uh, yeah. <laughs> you've gone for Falco. I've gone, and I. have feel like this is going to be the most contentious one of all. I've gone for the king of football himself. Can you guess? I I, I don't want to guess because if I say someone else, it's going to look like I, I think he's overrated. I've gone for Pele. Okay. it's Well, it's like, it's that age-old argument, isn't it, that... Pele's overrated. You always get one on Twitter, don't you, when, when you're talking about the best. I think Pele is one of the few older footballers who could probably just about cut it in today's game. Would he be at the top? Not necessarily. No. Without the question, but, I don't think he would be. I think I, the reason I've put him in, because I think people compare him to Maradona and Maradona to Pele. And technically, I don't think there's any question Maradona was the better footballer. I know. I completely agree. I think the only reason Maradona isn't talked about as better than Pele consistently is he's got few World Cups. Yeah, and probably his behaviour as well, to be honest with you. But that's Yeah, without, yeah without, without a shout. 
Yeah. Um, I think Pele was ahead of his time, but I, if you look at, because we spoke a little bit about the Brazil squad last week in our um, best squads, um, best squads where we picked rather. And, um, you know, you look at that team and I think, I can't remember who, I think Carlos Alberto was in the team. Mane Garincha was in the team. And I, I, I can't remember them all right now. I, I really can't. But I was looking at players there and they were all, I'm not going to say as good, but they were all technically gifted players. So they were all ahead of their time. But I think Pele got all the plaudits because he was sort of the youngster up front. Because I can't remember. He was only 17, I think, in the first World Cup. And he scored yeah, his goals. He, he scored the header. So I think that's why he sort of got the recognition he got. Not to say he was bad, because n- none of them were. They, you know, you don't win, I think it was three, or, two or three World Cups with the same team within a very short space of time even. But I think he got most of the accolades because of how young he was and because he was the sort of striker. He was sort of the head, the, the, the head of the whole thing. I, it's interesting. I, I, I see where you're coming from. But I, I don't think I could put him in my team. I'll be honest with you. I do feel guilty about it. I do feel quite guilty about putting him in. But, uh, no, I've got to be bold now. Got to yes, be bold. Yeah, be yeah. Bold. I am. I'm gonna stick with him. I, I won't take him out because I, I, I can't. To be honest with you, I just can't. Have you gone for a manager? I have. I have. Who's I yours? Well. I've gone sort of the same line you went down for the England goalkeepers and I've gone for the classic English managers who always seem to manage to find a job when there's a struggling team somewhere. So you've got David Moyes. So you're talking, yeah. Allardyce. Allardyce. I, I want to make a point for David Moyes. I think David Moyes is coming out of that club. Yeah, to be fair, recently because of what he's done He is West doing Ham. very well with West Ham. So I, I would like to stick up for David Moyes. I, on that one, I think I've still got. Um, was it Saucier? And also, he's Scottish. He's <laughs> Scottish. <laughs> but um, yeah, David Moyes, maybe yeah. Sam Allardyce, Alan Pardew, Alan Pardew, Steve Bruce, um, Poulis, Tony Poulis, even Mark um, Hughes. Mark, Mark Hughes, even he's Welsh. Yeah, you know that kind of caliber. How they, you know, they they always yeah. manage to find their way. They they worm their way back into the league somehow. Leech. Yeah, and <laughs> to be fair, you know. They do a job. Um, was it Neil Warnock? You know, I know he. he... Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. But um, you know, he, he's where now? Middlesbrough. So he always he, Middlesbrough, he and he's away. doing bits there. To be fair, yeah, but he will, and he'll he'll bring him he's up, but then really he well. won't keep him out, will he? No, no, yeah. But yeah, that's who I went. For. Um, I just went for the classic English collection yeah. of managers. My manager might be slightly controversial. Well, about I've gone for, I've gone for Mr. Waistcoat himself, Gareth oh. Southgate. I think England's World Cup run in 2018 was one of the easiest runs to a semi-final you will ever see. I I honestly think you could have had, like, I mean, you could have had Bob Bradley in charge, and they probably still would have made the semis. Yeah, like it was, it, it was so easy. It wasn't about that necessarily it was about sort of because you know they had all like players they, Bob Bradley whoever you want to put in charge of Alan Pardew Sam Allardyce probably could have got them there to be honest and that's saying more about the, the run they had it was it was the teams they were playing Costa Rica um, yeah Iceland I don't know they didn't I can't them. remember that was in the Euros oh, that was in the Euros was, 2016 yeah, yeah, um, the thing I find with Southgate is and I'm like even as a Welsh fan, I'm happy to be proven wrong this summer. Yeah, I don't want them to win it, obviously, because it'd be we will never hear the end we of it. We will um, the end of '66, are we? No, but um, I, I'd like him to. I would quite like him to prove me wrong because I do like the guy. He seems like a nice guy. He seems. Like, he seems like a nice. You know. <laughs> it's, I, you know, and I've no doubt. I've no doubt he knows his football, but for me, his recent like selection, well, it's not even recent, his selections, like the fact he consistently picked Delhi Ali for ages, even though he had no form, still picks Jordan Pickford, um, like you click, know, just things like, like that. There's a click with it. You know, yeah. And the, the whole the whole Mason Mount argument is, 
I rate Mason Mount a lot. So I. I like Mount. Um, you know, and I know the memes are all light-hearted and stuff, and I, I, I love them, to be fair. They're so funny. But to put... And I this is speaking as a fan of Mason Mount. I like the way he plays, but to put him in a team over Jack Grealish at the moment, is an absolute crime. I will agree with you, but I will say at the moment, because this is not saying Jack, uh, Mason Mount is, it doesn't deserve a place in the England squad, because I think he does. But I don't think he deserves. Oh, he just needs a squad place. Exactly, but I don't think he, he just, deserves. Yeah, a place he needs ahead yeah. of Jack Grealish at the moment. Absolutely not. No. So, um, so for me, Southgate at times seems a little bit out of his depth, and I think he's riding on that World Cup run, which wasn't anything particular. Like, they didn't do anything the, particularly the, special. The thing about I that World think. Cup run is people. Don't remember it necessarily. Nobody, nobody really remembers it for the way England played or even who they played. They remember it because I can't remember who they played. They remember it because the sun was out, coronavirus wasn't a thing. They were able to go to beer gardens and enjoy England scoring a couple of goals. You know, the trippier goal, the free kick. They everybody seemed to love yeah. that one. Um, so it was it was more sort of the atmosphere. To be fair, I preferred the man I preferred the Manzukic goal after. Yeah, that was a much better goal in my opinion. I remember exactly where I was for that one. Believe it or not, right, we sat next to each yeah, other, we? Were, we? <laughs> but uh, no, I think it was sort of you know you mentioned it earlier with the rose tinted spectacles, and I think that's what it was. Everybody sort of remembers the good time they had, the summer coming off from work, coming off from school, then going to meet up with your friends, fan zone, blah blah blah. So, yeah, I think so, and I think I think he's riding on yeah, that a little I bit, and I think this summer will either either break the illusion or it'll, it'll keep him in a jaw for a prove, bit longer. Yeah, it'll prove him. I think he'll prove himself, or well, kick himself out of a job. He'll do one of the two. You will see, but I think that's that's drawn to a close. Is this our longest one yet? Um, it it might be. We were going to talk about some of the Instagram things, but I'm not sure we have time. We did sort of discuss them on the page, but again, thank you for getting in touch. We'll, um... we'll just have to cover them next week. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, we'll try and cover them next week. But yeah, there we are. I think that that concludes that. I think it does. I think it does. We've uh, given you our overrated teams. Let's see uh, if you agree. It drops a message. And more than anything, um, I've managed to put another midfielder in defence. Yeah. There we are. You're all welcome. Well done, You're Al. You're all welcome. <laughs> <laughs> there we are. We, we're, not really good at, we're not really good at ending these, <laughs> no, are we? <laughs> Bye. No. Right. Yeah, well, thank you for listening. Um, we'll, uh, we'll see you next week. Take care, guys. Well, we've got a ni- nice little episode for you.